Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you boys. Everybody, what's good with you? Hello, Sean and Brad, Guys Beer Sports, back again. Sean, hello. Hey, man. It's great to see your face. Uh, I had Reed back us up there last week. It was great. Yeah. yeah. But I appreciate you know, Reed dressing up, wearing a sweater. I was a little bit upset you guys didn't mention Sean Connery, but you know, there is that. Well, we're both veterans, so we mentioned Veterans Day and Remembrance Day. Was that so. Veterans Day seven days earlier was more important to you than Sean Connery passing away? <laughs> your name, your, who is your namesake? Use my namesake. The exactly. one starstruck person in the entire world when you met him and you couldn't I just even totally mention his yeah. passing. Oh, uh, you know, he's 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 gone to a better place. And uh on that well, note, did he, did he move out of Ireland? Hmm? Nothing. I shouldn't. I should he move out of Ireland. He was from Scotland, bro. <laughs> oh. Same thing. <laughs> anyway, sorry to hear about uh Sean Connery. The greatest bond ever. We can agree on that, right? Oh, absolutely. We, we, we don't agree on much, but we can agree on that. Yeah, absolutely. But greatest bond ever. Um, and also the greatest Highlander as well. There can only be one. That's right. <laughs> Dude, it's yep. great seeing you. How come you have no tan? You went to Hawaii. What's going on? I'm king of the freckles. Uh-huh. Um, so you yeah, stayed out of the sun? No, it's my king. No, I did not stay out of the sun. This is how I look. I'm a Scandinavian. At least the majority of me is Scandinavian, so I'm covered in freckles. Got it. So, so if we connect the freckles, you'll have a tan. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually tanner than uh, I look on this camera. So I don't have the vanity light like you do. So the Whoa. lights don't do any favors. But hey, some of us, some of us are just trying to up our game here, Brad. That's all. Yeah. Some of us don't need yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> shout out to our sponsors flyers brewery and eatery go see them watch your football games there they have all the screens they have all the beers they have good food they have fantastic service and also bodega brawl at last check there's about 40 uh pre-orders left for christmas so wow. jump on there bodegabrawl.com uh, if you're in the uh, seattle area emerald city comic-con coming up the first week of december go see our friends there tell them we sent you Get the collectible stuff before it all hits the shelves and you're just buying it like every other Joe Blow. Exactly. Hey, so remember, manscaping is needed everywhere. Not just your hair, not just your eyebrows, not just your nose hairs. And guys over 40, okay, we know. Ear hairs, nose hairs, we got to take care of that. Don't neglect what's south of the equator. Get your all your manscaping needs at smoothmyballs.com backslash guysbeersports.com in order to get your 15% off of your manscaping needs. Are you uh, manscaping your eyebrows these days? No, bro. I mean, I know this is the ongoing thing right now. Apparently, they came in a little bit more lush. I don't know. I'm going to have to take a product. I, I have no idea. I think it's my brow, honestly. It is your brow. because when you. I like, think it's like, my brow. If you go like this, like you saw a mouse. But, yeah, there they yeah, are. Look, there, <laughs> they are. <laughs> there they are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my brow. Take your eyebrows away, Sean, like this. And you're happy. Good to go. Uh, Pretend uh, you saw a mouse uh, everywhere. Like, like, like those dainties that we're so fond of. 
<laughs> I had to go to Tim Hortons at some point yeah. during. And the so day. I like Googled it, and they're like, there was like this weird story about some lady who had a, a allergy to nicotine, and she had, had Tim Hortons and had this massive reaction. And I was like, that's it. That explains it. Tim Hortons puts nicotine in their coffee. That's why these people are all jonesing for it after they've already had coffee. You know, it's, true, like, it's though, the man. best thing ever. And like, I'd go there. I'm like, yeah, this is good coffee, but like, I've already had coffee. Like, I don't want to go get it again. You know what yeah, I mean? But you're like, a coffee. You're a coffee snob, though. You come from Washington. No, no, listen to me. I, I like Tim Hortons coffee. I do. I'm not knocking the coffee. It's fantastic. Like, yeah. I would go get it as opposed to drinking whatever they made at the house. What's wild to me is that you would drink coffee at your house and then and have go to go to Tim's in an hour. Like, <laughs> this coffee was what, just not good enough. This is not good enough. I know, but it like that's the like. Why don't we just go get it right away? Why are we wasting our time with this pot of coffee? Like, let's go Tim's to start with. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you gotta you know, work you know, your like, way up. A, you know, there's a time when some people like to have a cigarette. You know what time yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it felt like. It felt like we're like, oh, okay, well, done with that. Let's go with Timmy's. I'm like, man, there's got to be something in this coffee. <laughs> yeah, you got you got like homeless people are coming up through the drive-through. The drive-through is going like wrapped around. And they're coming around just wanting a toonie so they can get a medium coffee, you know? Yeah, they just want so, to get a little, little double-double going in. It's just like... That's it. You like, can't blame them. You can't blame well, anybody. Like everyone told I, me, like, I, the double-double. Everyone's like, the double-double is the way you got to go. And I was like, oh, I, it took me probably six months to figure out, like, I would finally ask, like, what's a double-double? And they were like, oh, two creams, two sugar. And I was like, oh, my God. Absolutely. Hey, just on a, uh, another note there, I just wanted to say, Brad, I missed you. Lots happened in the world of sports. Were you following out in Hawaii? Is it is there a good sports following was out I, in Hawaii? Was I not following anywhere I go? I'm following. Okay. All right. Elaborate. I, I just I'm current. I keep up on it. It's my favorite thing to do. Like I would rather do that than read the news. So I follow sports. Like that's yeah. my, you know, you could ask me about current events, and I'm like, man, maybe I'll probably get something wrong. You know, I'm not as in tune as to whatever the hot button social issue of the day is you know or politics yeah. or you know any of those polarizing things so i tend to make myself look like a jackass if i uh, talk about those things but sports that's my my true love and i just you know you could ask me about anything that happened in the week that i was gone uh, i'm probably well versed on it it's uh you know there were some disturbing things that happened there were some great things that happened um you know there's some ongoing storylines still uh, we could talk about if you want to. Oh, we're, we're going to get into a few things for sure. What did you think of that Thursday night game? That Dolphins, Thursday night game. Ravens. Dolphins. Yeah. Ravens. Surprising is maybe the word. Uh, you don't expect that kind of effort from a Harbaugh led team. I'll say that they look unprepared. You know, the Dolphins, you know, famously now, or I guess maybe well-known now ran, uh, a defensive front that's rare to be seen in the NFL. Usually, it's used situationally. Right. It's called it's called engage eight, and essentially, what it is is you send uh, eight players in the backfield in an attempt to clog all the holes and prevent rushing, which is what you want to do against Lamar Jackson. The downside to that is you only have three people in coverage, right? Usually, two cornerbacks and a safety. And so, if you have a quarterback adept, or you have some receivers that are adept at running hot routes, which are you know routes that are meant to be quick and get you open. Um, but the Dolphins ran that a majority of last night and, or Thursday night. Spoiler to everyone, today's Friday. Um, <laughs> and so it was surprising to see them commit to an eight-man front like that. 
Uh, they did a good job, I think, of disguising what it was all the time. But, you know, I mean, shout out to them for doing it. And, you know, I mean, I don't know that you can say you solved um, the Baltimore Ravens. I think you have to have the personnel to do it. No, so. I, 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 I agree with you. I think that that's just, you know, hey, you managed to get that game out. Um, but to me, well, Brian Flores was, is, I mean, Brian Flores is a great defensive coach, right? And he had it figured absolutely. out. And his defense has underperformed until now. And last night mm-hmm. they did on a big stage. And that was interesting to watch. You know, they're a well, mess. I mean, that's the thing is that you, you, you completely forget that there's Eric Ogba on the team. There's, yeah. you know, Xavier Woods. There's, there's the, Xavier, Xavier Howard. Woods. Xavier, Xavier Howard. Howard. I yeah. just, I just, I just got WWE and NFL mixed up there for a second. Xavier Howard. Uh, great play, by the way, against Sammy Watkins. I mean, yeah. unbelievable. Um, and and he had two quarterbacks essentially playing the game: Jacoby Brissett and uh, Tua Tagovailoa. And Ooh, good job. In I I have been studying. Uh, but the thing is, though, is that you know you're not going to tout. Oh, Miami's making a push for the postseason or anything like that. Uh, they they managed to play Baltimore well. And I think it's no different than that Jacksonville, although I think that Jacksonville Buffalo game, Buffalo fans need to start getting worried because if you can only produce six points against such a terrible team, listen, Jackson and, and Miami's Miami better than Jacksonville. Miami and Jacksonville are not on the same planet. Exactly. So I mean, you know, you could press the panic button maybe with Baltimore, but because like to me, it's like, okay, well, you came, you came off, you came off of you came off the bye. Then you played the Sunday game. Then you had a short turnaround. But the thing is that you still came off the bye. You should be relatively good to go. So, yeah, I mean. They're healthier than they've been. I mean, they've been decimated mm-hmm. on defense. Remember that? I mean, they lost mm-hmm. all those corners. They had all those crazy ACLs. They lost their two top running backs to ACL tears in consecutive weeks. Right. You know. I mean, Baltimore's still a good team. They just had a hiccup last night. Yeah, but here's the thing is that you have a look at Baltimore's schedule and would you say it's soft or have they played some legitimate contenders in there? You know, well, I, I, mean, I don't know if anyone knows if they're playing, le- anyone's playing legitimate contenders at this point. Look at the, just look at the league, right? Just look at where the league breaks apart and how many five and four teams there are. How many oh, elite teams are there right now? How many teams would you say are elite right now? Yeah, I, I have to say right now at this moment, there's like two, maybe three. That are right I would well, argue it's less. Do you trust Arizona's elite, even with their record? Hey, even with their record, the thing is that the record is stating the that. record is people... what. Well, listen, I'm, I'm not saying that the record is one loss, right? That's right. But but are they as elite as say last year's Tampa Bay team, who had one loss at the exact same point? If you look at those two teams I, together, I, which I hear what teams, you're which, saying. They're not. They have apples, a good record. They have a good oranges. record, you right? But to are, compare to you have to compare them to today to right now. I agree, but do you think they're elite? Ever do you think they're a juggernaut? Yeah, that's I do. Run the table I, the rest of the way out. I don't. I, I don't do. think they play anybody. I, I think there's I so think much parity this year in the league. I think that it's crazy. It's wild. Now, I think Green Bay. Green Bay's elite. Although yeah. Green Bay, Green Bay is one quarterback away from everything falling apart. You know. They're one positive COVID test away from everything falling apart. <laughs> Which I wanted to get to in a moment about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, you got to think about this, right? Knowing what we know mm-hmm. about Lamar Jackson and knowing what we know about uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, if they pop a positive COVID test in the week between the regular season and the playoffs starting. Oh, oh my goodness. That's a risk, yeah. right? It's a huge risk. That's a risk. Yeah, that's a huge risk. You know, 
But I mean, if, if you want to talk about it, like when I look at Dallas, everybody's touting Dallas right now. Dallas lost a big game, but Dallas hasn't been challenged. Dallas, Dallas didn't lose a big game. Dallas got smoked. That game was yeah. 30 to nothing at one point at home. I know. To and, the and, Denver and, Broncos. The Teddy Bridgewater led Denver Broncos. I know. And it's it's insane. It's insane. But that's the thing, too, is that they have not been pushed. Yes, who that's, they had? Listen, that's my entire point. There's I don't who are you gonna say is elite right now? Maybe Tampa. Oh my goodness. I mean, Tampa's record if they're healthy. They're still they're still one of the better Ooh. teams. I mean, you can't say that they yes, aren't better. The Packers, yes, I don't know that there's an elite team this year. I mean, the Rams look good. Uh you're right. That's they they do. They do. The Rams look good. You know what's good. interesting though? So this is you know. Hindsight being 2020. Here's what I think about the OBJ signing for the Rams, right? Insane. But where does he get who does he catch passes? I mean, he catches passes from Stafford, right? But who does he take from? I mean, Van Jefferson's playing well, Robert Woods is playing well, Cooper Cup's Cooper having Cup. a historic season. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's putting up like these Jerry Rice single season record level, right? So if they couldn't get Deshaun Jackson the ball. Yeah. OBJ is not as fast as the Sean Jackson is, right? Like, is he going to catch enough oh, balls? I, I don't know. Do you have enough opportunities to catch balls there? Just think I, about it. I think, I think, I think right now OBJ is going to be the guy that's going to be there to give the advice, and maybe you pop him in here and there. And you want that guy giving people advice? I, I think it's the only way that he ends up clear, cleaning his image up. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that guy came in to oh to Cleveland. And everybody was expecting huge things. Two things that went wrong there, okay? First thing is, I love Baker Mayfield, but Baker Mayfield is not a Josh Allen. He does not have a cannon for an arm. So that's why OBJ was not getting used over there. Baker Mayfield does not have a cannon for an arm. Does not. Baker Mayfield is a more talented Trent Dilfer, first of all. But let's not just say he's not Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson or... This the straight compared Look at Josh you Allen. with your hatred on Josh Allen. It is so it, you how know many, now it's becoming points, it's becoming funny points, now. How many points did Josh Allen score against the worst defense in the league last yeah. week? Yeah. We'll leave that be. How many? Hey, hey how everybody many? everybody's allowed to lay an egg. So Are he they? laid his. Not yeah, if they're he laid his. Hey, remember when uh, Joe Montana laid eggs against the worst defense in the league? <laughs> or Russell Wilson? <laughs> Hey man, I do remember when Russell Russell Wilson lay eggs right now on a regular. You're looking at him coming back right now Gino, to play Aaron Rodgers. Listen, Geno Smith gave that same Jacksonville team 31 points. Josh Allen gave that Jacksonville team six points. Okay. <laughs> yeah, calm, we got it. Calm we down it. on the comparison. We got it. We I wasn't even gonna say anything about Josh Allen until got you it. fired off that like hey, Uber I'm gonna Mayfield's fire off about even. Josh Allen because I'm sorry, Josh Allen is still yet a very good and 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 his his ceiling hasn't even been it's not even there. Well, that's because you, he's calling likes to jump like twinkle toes across the goal line. That's why his ceiling's so high. <laughs> he could jump anywhere he wants to as long as he scores. Josh Allen is gonna be Ryan Tannehill in two years. Oh my wow, wow. That's not a, what you should be happy with Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill's winning games. Here's, here's what I don't understand, though, right? We've had all this influx of all these young quarterbacks coming in. And I, I haven't seen – and maybe, it, maybe the careers are so young right now. But 
I haven't seen that level of intensity like you saw with the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Manning's. Well, and here's what I think, right? Mm-hmm. There was uh, a lot of discussion five, six years ago about how it was getting harder to find offensive linemen because the college game had changed. Mm-hmm. And they were having to retrain these offensive linemen to play NFL football because they mm-hmm. ran these, um, you know, run and shoot type schemes. And those guys, wildcat, right? But they <laughs> just college, well, they were, college they were is like well wildcat. They were not well versed <laughs> in in the run game or in pass protection or any of those things, right? And that's why they were saying it was hard and hard to find, you know, good offensive tackles and guards. And you know, you think about how many elite offensive tackles there are right now. Like it's pretty slim, right? Joe Petonio. Yes, but it's slim. I'm not saying there's none, mm-hmm. right? But it's not. Remember back mm-hmm. in the day, it was like you know the first top five. It was Orlando Pace and Walter Jones, and every team right. had a solid right. tackle, at least one, right. right? Right. And that's gone by the wayside. I think that the quarterback position has become similar in that those guys aren't as well versed, right? They lost shotgun snaps, a lot of quick throws. No one's under center. No one's dropping back. No one's making reads. No one's hard few right are doing those things and so they get into an nfl system and they have to learn and so either the nfl is going to have to adapt and we're going to go back to the run and shoot and see a little more college offense spread which is difficult because the defense in the nfl is so good you can't run that same scheme right that's why it works in college is because if the defense can't adapt then you can run all over them in the nfl where they have real athletes playing defense at every position you know so you're not wrong in saying that the quarterback class that's coming out is less than it has been. It for sure is. There's a way steeper learning curve, but some of that has to be pointed to the, of how they come through college. Right. Uh, I can, I can buy into that argument. I can buy into the argument. I'm just, you know, when you see guys like Tom Brady and, and Ben Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers, who still, I mean, they bring it every day, even if they're all like gimped up or whatever, they're, they're bringing it, you know, yeah. Where, I mean, here it just feels like, and don't get me wrong, I mean, you've got great potential with all these guys. All these guys, these, these are the future of the NFL. But let's face it, if Baker Mayfield or, and, and I'm, just, I'm just picking a name randomly, okay? Let's just say, I mean, let's just go with Jared Goff, all right? Jared Goff, let's say he didn't go for the vaccine and uh, he got covid is he getting the same punishment as what Aaron Rodgers is getting? No. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't get a lot of traction in your chat, but listen, C.D. Lamb got fined more for untucking his jersey than Aaron Rodgers did for ducking COVID protocols. Dude, but here's the thing. That's a big deal. That, That's a it really is a big, big deal. deal. But let's face it, there is there is a hierarchy, you know. Yeah, and I've been really. hearing, I've been hearing up here in Canada, there's been a lot of broadcasters that have been stating, you know that this is sick, that Aaron Rodgers... It's Justin Fields not getting a roughing the passer call, right? Yeah. In yeah. the Monday night game. And that Monday night game was atrocious. Let's... Like, they were... Man. They were going on about his fine is the equivalency of it being $30 to, like, somebody like you or me. Uh, $30 yeah. paying for Listen, that. 14 grand on $35 million? That's couch change. It is. It is. Yeah. But... But at the same hand, are you going to put your product, which is the National Football League, are you going to put that in jeopardy 
by doing something even more like, okay, let's find this guy this, and we'll make him not play. Well, well you're I now mean, auto- automatically you're taking away viewership, you're taking away butts and seats and all that. Are you? So, are you? Just I believe so. I think Aaron Rodgers. If you suspend Rodgers for three games, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. One, you send a message to the rest of the league that won't be tolerated because you just disciplined your maybe most you know outside Tom Brady, right? Most recognizable face in football. You think that people don't watch for three games? I think you think, you think that Packer you think that Packer fans don't go to games for three games because Aaron Rodgers. I, I think I think it dips. I think it dips. I do. I I I honestly believe that the product is important. That's what the National Football League is looking at. The product. I, is I don't important. disagree that the product's important. I think you have a better product long run if you handle it now. Because you know what else is the worst look is all those other guys getting away with yeah. continued dodging of protocols, and then mm-hmm. you lose your star players for the playoffs. That's impactful, right? You get an Aaron Rodgers not playing hey. in the playoffs or not playing a playoff game because he was dodging protocols and he didn't handle it. That's impactful. Hey, that's you know what? That's on the organization at that point, you know. And, and even the, the organization, NFL, it's on the NFL though, right? The NFL's the the governor. Yeah, they're the, the ones that runs it, and they even said they fined the Green Bay Packers three hundred thousand dollars for that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is less than they find the. Oak or the Las Vegas Raiders for last year. That was half a million dollars and a draft pick. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's the thing. The NFL is inconsistent and drives me. I, I hear what you're saying. I'm still stating that there's a two-tier system when it comes to fines and when it comes to suspension. There's not even a two-tier system. There's a three-tier system. <laughs> there's definitely least. a tiered system. There's definitely a I mean, tiered think system. About, I can't even remember who it was now, but there was a, there was a receiver – that got fined in the preseason twice for violating mass protocols. I think they even sent him home after the second one. And then he finally just got his vaccine shots so he could, you know, work out with his teammates. Cam Newton, Cam Newton, we all know, got let go because he didn't take the shot. No, no, he didn't take the shot. Yes. Cam Newton is not Aaron Rodgers. I agree. You know why, though? Because Bill Belichick doesn't want to lose a starting quarterback on a Yeah, of course test. not. Listen, I, I think Bill Belichick's brilliant, and he did what yeah. he did. And he did it in such a way that he didn't get caught on yeah. audio or 100%. anything like that stating it. So 100%. kudos on him. But you cannot change the fact that he still got cut because he never got a COVID shot. And if it's Aaron oh. Rodgers, is Bill Belichick doing the exact same thing? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill Belichick. I don't know. Bill Belichick's the one coach that is. Your argument holds water everywhere else, right? It doesn't hold it, doesn't hold it in New England. Man, it, it's what, what we know about Bill Belichick, it, you're about, this is the guy that had Jamie Collins, who was an all-pro linebacker, right? right, And asked for a contract extension to get more money. Right. And he traded him to Cleveland for like a fifth-round draft pick. Yeah. You know why? Because hey. the player is not more important than the team in Bill Belichick's eyes, regardless yeah. of what your status is. You might have a point there. He could have uh, kept Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady wasn't declining, right? Yeah. He had an opportunity. He was like, oh, you're bigger than the team? See ya. Go do it somewhere else. Hey, you, you might have a point there. I'm probably going to uh, agree with you, but yes. just, uh, Listen, just to keep other, it entertaining John, right now, John, I'm going to I'm gonna go the on other the other 31 side. teams, you're 100% right. <laughs> the the one the one no Man. that's how i feel just crazy so right now 
Um, who do you think the best rookie in the NBA is currently? Are we shifting gears? Yes, we're shifting know. gears. We're, we're going to come back. We're going to come back. We're going to do the weekly thing here. NFL, that was Aaron Rodgers, really the big story in that Thursday night game. I mean, and I mean, the, 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 the big on. story was what happened with the sad thing that happened with Harry Ruggs. That's, I mean, that's just unfortunate. We talked about that last week. We talked There's about so that many last victims, week. You know, and, and it's, it's insane and it's, it's terrible. It's a tragedy. And, yeah. That whole entire Vegas Raiders organization right now is in complete dire straits. Really, they have a huge black eye on their on their face. And I I don't even know how do you even show up for football games right now if you're the Raiders. I, I have no idea. Like yeah. you you look so terrible right now. I'm glad, I'm glad that they're holding him accountable, and I'm glad that the like, I don't think they're going to make all those charges stick, but he's probably looking like the, the, all those charges stick. He gets 46 years. Yeah. You know that in the state of Nevada, uh, you cannot get probation on a felony DUI charge. It's a minimum two years in jail. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, yeah, like somebody is. like that who is who's getting paid that kind of money who can't afford to get an Uber, can't afford to get a cab. Well, it's just it's just irresponsibility I, listen, at the highest level. Worse, it's even worse than that because every I don't know, I shouldn't say every team, but I know for sure the Raiders do, and so do the Dallas Cowboys. I'm assuming everyone else does. They have a car service that is 24 hours accessible to players when they're in the hometown. Doesn't cost them a dime. They just have to call the number. They all That's have insanity. So even to hear that is even more egregious. It's, uh, yeah. it, it's, it's very terrible. difficult. But at the same time, right? I mean, we've all been 22, and none of us have had millions of dollars at 22 or 23 or however old he is. We're invincible at that age, right? I mean, we both made mistakes in our early 20s. Not that. Yeah, but that, these are, not, these are, these not are that mistakes. Mistake. Listen, yeah. not that mistake, but, but could have. Yeah. If you didn't have good right. friends, if you didn't have any sort of morality, if you didn't have anything yeah. like that, anything to hold you accountable. Yeah, I'll just, absolutely. I'll just even just the by the luck of the whole thing too. But you know, I mean, I am I am not about to give this guy a pass. No, I'm not. L- listen, this is not me defending or giving a pass, right? I'm mm. just, you know, it's not far fetched to me that a, a person in their 20s feels invincible and doesn't want to take a free service that's offered. You know, well, I don't want to wait 15 minutes for that car to get here. I'm just gonna go. Terrible yeah, decision. Yeah. Terrible I decision. Does yeah. a terrible decision should be completely held accountable for all the terrible things that happen. Mm-hmm. No, that's it. That's it. Yeah. It's sad. All right, back to back to my NBA question. Currently, oh, yeah. at our first ten games, who do you think is the most impactful rookie currently playing? Um, you have to excuse me because I don't really pay attention to the the rookies. Oh. Um, but that kid from Toronto seems to be doing his thing. And I feel like this is a loaded question because you think that guy from Toronto is doing good too. Is that right? Did you know, did you know that he just tied Damon Stoudemire's What's his uh, record as a rookie? What's Scotty Barnes. Yeah, Scotty, Scotty Barnes. Barnes. That's right. Out yeah, of Texas. Yeah. Does he come from Texas? Yeah. And he looks like, he looks like, like his ceiling. I, I don't Josh think he's even close to it. Yeah, it's higher than Josh Allen. <laughs> well, I mean, I also like uh, that kid there, uh, out in Golden State. Um, why am I saying that kid? We all know him, Gary Payton II. Yeah. <laughs> Not a rookie, but yeah. 
Yeah, not a rookie. He's still young, though. He's still young. <laughs> not a rookie. Uh, you're throwing me off, Sean. You're asking about yeah. these rookies, but really, you really mean it as young players. Is that what you really mean? These young players, this young crop right. is coming up. But Scotty Barnes, but look, did you know Scotty that he Barnes tied? is probably the best rookie in the first 10 games of the season? He, he looks spectacular. Uh, Anthony Edwards from Minnesota is taking a big step forward in his mm-hmm. second year. John Morant is really, really good uh, early on. You know, remember, he's only, this is his third year. Uh, Tyler Harrow in uh, Miami has taken yeah, a step yeah. forward, I and mean, he was already good. But he's man, that kid is almost unguardable uh, at some stages. He could be, you know, something to see that we're there. Um, so, yeah, but like to your point, Scotty Barnes is the best rookie. But those there's some definitely some up and coming talent in the league that is fantastic to watch. I found myself looking for Memphis Grizzly games this year just to watch John Moran play. He's it's yeah. That he's he is very good. There's 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 a few of them right now that it's just like you're just looking at them and it's like, where are they coming up with these ideas in order yeah. to make these plays? It's like yeah. so much know, creativity. When, when, oh, athletic it, ability to even do it. I mean, that's part of it, right? You think about, you know, what Vince Carter was, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's crazy when you research a little bit about some of those dunk contests. You know, that Vince Carter thought about some of those dunks like on the court while he was doing them. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And and, like and those dunks were unbelievable. Yeah, like the reverse 360, like he was like, oh, I should try that. <laughs> like the two-handed from the free throw line, like he was like, oh, I bet I could make it. You know. Just and, having the ability to think that through was is, you know, otherworldly. Um, Golden State looks formidable they look so good right uh, now. and they don't have clay thompson quite yet and so you have to think about what that team looks like with clay thompson and it's scary know. they might be yeah. if they stay healthy it man. was so funny because like on, on the flip side here in toronto everybody was going oh we're gonna get uh, pascal siakam back oh my gosh like we with team's gonna be so good yeah. and then he comes out and is just turnover city it's yeah. he's, just, <laughs> he's got some rust he's got to work off that's the thing oh boy yeah. well i mean i'm i don't know i'm very hard i'm very hard on pascal siakam because to me he became a superstar because he became the second fiddle to to Kawhi. That's when his breakout party came, yeah. and then as soon as that was gone, it, you know, I would now say he's he, became be a, he became a very good player because of Kawhi Leonard. I wouldn't say he was ever a superstar, but yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> I reserve I reserve superstar status for a very select few. Uh yeah, yeah, I feel that. And Pascal Siakam is not one of them. No. Um, yeah, I just mean Golden State's that way. I think you have to worry about the train wreck in Los Angeles if you're the Lakers. Um, what about the Clippers? In the last six games, they've been doing well. Yeah, they're they, turning they it still, around, eh? They still don't have Kawhi. Paul George is finally playing like Paul George. You yeah, know, Lakers Clippers don't are, have the Clippers are the best either. team in LA. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's saying something. <laughs> but they're the Lakers' problems are deeper than LeBron not playing. LeBron can't carry that team all the way out. They can't. Not at the, not at just and listen. Now. Here's what I'm saying, man. If you have if you have Anthony Davis, who is one of his top three big men in the game, mm-hmm. who else? I don't know who else is above him. I mean, I'm sure there's contention for up there. He's not the best, but he's one of the best, right? We can agree to that. Yeah, absolutely. He has to be. Yeah. And you've got Russell Westbrook. I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess you got Donkage there as well. That's quickly 
because he's not a small guy either. Yeah, but he's a point guard. I'm just talking like big guys, right? Yeah, but like, he's he's a big point guard. That's true. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I'm just saying like a, a center type, yeah. right? A power right. forward, a, a guy that sets right. picks and rolls to the basket. I guess you got – yeah, like uh, what's his face there from France? Uh, plays yeah, Rudy Gobert is up there in the yeah. conversation, yeah, right? Yeah, Bam yeah. Abadabayo and – man, I missed mm-hmm. that. But Bam in Miami, there's there's talented big men, but Anthony Davis mm-hmm. is up in their top three for Absolutely. big men, right? You still have him on the court. Whether well, or not he's healthy is, I guess, a question. You have a Russell Westbrook there. So if Russell Westbrook and AD should still be able to carry you to wins, and they are not. That's a big, big problem. It's a big problem. So we'll see. Maybe it's chemistry. Maybe they get it together and they come out and have the best second half season ever and, you know, coast to the championship, maybe. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, think, I don't think Russell Westbrook is capable of being on a winning team. Yeah. Well, it's it's all about him. That's what that's what it comes down to, really. Yeah, and that's what I mean, right? They're not gonna, you know, I'd be surprised. But there's a reason why he's never lasted anywhere. Russell Westbrook is this, gener- yeah. Russell Westbrook's this generation is Carl Malone. I'll agree. Yeah, I'll bite on that. Yeah. Hey, what did you think? Because I don't know. Six favorite sport. <laughs> six favorite sport. The National Hockey League for you. I don't know if you saw that goal by Conor McGregor. It's been a week ago now, Friday. By who? Did I just say McDavid? Connor McDavid. Okay. Uh, did you see that goal by Connor McDavid? No, I didn't see a goal by Connor McGregor or Connor McDavid. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. Um, good point. <laughs> Connor McGregor. To be fair, goal. I didn't watch Sports Center while I was on vacation. I just was reading the news. So, oh, you know. man, that goal is going to be the goal of the year. Yeah. If it's not the goal of this decade, uh, he literally took on four New York Rangers. And the goaltender. That was the most beautiful goal I've ever seen. And I don't know if you've seen the points right now for that Edmonton, that two-player tandem right now. It is ridiculous what they're doing. It was ridiculous last year, and they didn't win shit. So no, I I I agree with you. Like there's something about them um playing um Regular season games. They are regular. They're just regular season heroes. That's all it is. You know, I mean, regular season heroes, Sean. You have a look at those points, though, buddy. I mean, it's great. It's it's ridiculous to see. So twenty six and twenty four points. So twenty six points for Leon Drysital. Twenty four points for Connor uh, McDavid. And Alex Ovechkin. How many playoff wins? I'll give you that. Alex Ovechkin is up there right now too with 22. And I don't know if you realized, but he just passed. Uh, he just passed. I believe it's Brett Hull on the all-time yeah. goal scoring well, list. Mister Mister O is fantastic. He's going to be one of the greatest to ever go down and play hockey. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't say anything otherwise. Nope. It's it's He's unbelievable. All right, let's get to these now, NFL picks. Well, I, what I want to talk about is. Uh, like, have you been looking at the standings there for the NHL this season so far? I probably, I, I'm, I'm guessing we're you have ten it. games in. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, is that it all Sean, what's my sport? favorite sport? What's my favorite? I know. Sport, I know. Sean, football. what's my favorite sport? Football. Where are we at in the NFL season right now? I know we're 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 halfway through. We're halfway. Where are we at in the college football season right now? Yeah, we're uh, three quarters of the way. What's through. my second favorite sport? Basketball. Okay. College basketball just started. The NBA is going. Like, if I didn't know about the rookies in the NBA, like, if you think I've looked at the things in the NHL, like, you should know the answer. 
Oh, I, I get you. I'm also mildly disappointed because my Seattle Kraken are not doing as well as I would hope. They're they doing really play. well considering right They're now. Not, man. I mean, you've won like, they have four goal, they have goaltending. They have goaltending problems. Crazy uh, goaltending problems. I told you that, though. I told you that Grubauer is not a number one goaltender. I, I didn't and ever... you were there trying to poo-poo on me. And I'm just like, oh, this is going to go well for Brad. I said they didn't have a terrible goaltending room. I think they should start that other kid. That kid they got from Florida, they need to get that guy going. Man. I, I am right now. I'm sorry. Like, Listen, I, last I, night I, they scored five goals, Sean. Five goals and lost. That's crazy. You got to pull, you got to make a change at goaltender. You have to. That's hockey. That's hockey, brother. You have That's to change. Go- you have to make a change at goaltender for the Seattle Kraken. You have to because they're not getting shut out. They're scoring three goals a game. Like, that's enough to win. This is stupid. No, it's not. Stupid, not in this stupid, day and age. God, it's, it's not dumb. in this day and age. Three dumb. goals a game is not enough to win. I'm dumb. sorry. Hey, real quick, real, before we shift gears again, did your Toronto football team make the playoffs? They are number one right now in the East. The MLS? The soccer team? Oh, you're talking about soccer. Okay. okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, be careful now because we have the CFL here. No, they did not make the playoffs. They okay. they were pretty good. Bad Let's talk about the NFL. <laughs> Just wait. I want I want to get out of one more point here. Uh, I ended up going to the game last week there as a yes. representative for the Canadian Armed Forces, um, Toronto Maple Leafs versus Boston Bruins. That was the single greatest honor I think that I've. I, it was humbling, humbling uh, being on there. And I just wanted to say thank you to the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. I wanted to say thank you to my chain of command for nominating me. And uh, I and thank you to the fans just for taking that time to really get up and, and, and clap. I couldn't buy a beer after that, Brad. I tried. I, I couldn't. Nobody would let me buy a beer. Um, it was super humbling. I'm wearing this jersey, actually, given by Mike Johnson. You know, I asked Mike Johnson. He's a, he's, he, so he used to play for the Maple Leafs and the Tampa Ducks, uh, Tampa Ducks, the Tampa Bay Lightning, Arizona Coyotes, and the Montreal Canadiens, right? He, he was a journeyman. And now he's a broadcaster here on TSN. And I asked him, I asked him, I go, hey, do you have any advice for an upcoming broadcaster? You know what I know what he told me, Brett? You want to know what he told me? Don't try to lick anybody? No, no. He said, don't do what I do. <laughs> I don't... I don't get it. I, <laughs> I think he's a good broadcaster. Um, he was a good hockey player too, but I, I didn't get that. Okay, all right. Yes, he apparently has terrible handwriting, though. <laughs> <laughs> Moving that- on, Sean, Sean. I don't want to, Sean. It was a great honor for you. I'm glad you got to experience how many fans that was applauding you well deserved thank you for your service thank you for your sacrifice we appreciate you i love you my brother thank you so much so i, I don't want to shit on your experience no no absolutely i mean thank you uh actually what, what you just said was very moving um, yes uh it, it almost was as moving as the twenty thousand there yeah but no i it was very moving i love you brad what are you yeah. talking about oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, for all of our back and forth, there's real love here. This is just a bit. I don't I don't hate Sean or think these things most of the time. Sometimes I do. Uh... <laughs> all right. I just like to poke the bear. I like to poke the eyebrowless bear sometimes. 
So it's an effort to tickle them. I just want to hear him laugh. <laughs> uh, let's get to it real quick. Uh, I know our time's running short. Um, yeah. I'll run them through. I'll give you the. I mean, let's do something a little different. I'll give you the game and the point spread, and you tell me who wins. Okay. Okay. First one: Browns hey, Patriots. Also, tell me, tell me also the tickets. Oh yeah, that's on a different page though. So oh, we have, we have to shift around. I found Come this on now. Shows me this Come thing. on. I'll look it so up. Working with a professional here. What? Yeah. <laughs> what, what did your friend say there? Uh, don't do as I do. Don't do as I do. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I can do both. I didn't realize that you were going to want both. And so, uh, but guess what? Through the power of technology, uh, I can do both. So, New England Browns. Game one. Okay. Do you want to pick them? Where's the spread? New England's given two and a half points. Whoa, that's only because they're at home. Okay. Correct. Wow. Wow. Um, hey, New England has been proving to be a pretty good football team, I think, under Mac Jones. Uh, Bill Belichick's got a real beauty there. Uh, the Browns are coming in with that great victory, but they have no Nick Chubb. <laughs> like, he's out for COVID. So. You sure? Yes. Okay. So, uh, I know. I've How been sure are you? Well, off my fantasy football, yeah. it was... He, he has to get a negative there. test. He has to get a negative test today or tomorrow, and he can play. Yeah. But, yeah. So, maybe well, he's out. Maybe he's out. So I will so, tell you a, this. that He's on pace to be the seventh player to have 1,500 rushing yards on less than 300 carries in a season. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, so. the season he's having. Um, but I'm going to go because... Uh, what is it? Dernis Johnson? Dernis Johnson? Yeah. The third string? Yeah. Hey, man, he showed up against Denver. I'm saying he's going to show up against New England. I'm giving the Browns, and uh, I'm giving it by a touchdown. Okay. I don't just I think, uh, man, I don't know. Man. Belichick has it out for the Browns. It might, be, it, might be, it might be Patriots. We'll take Patriots. All right. Saints at Titans. Tennessee favored by three. Wow, field goal, eh? Yeah. And I think that that's what the final is going to be, too, as well. Um, I don't know what to think. I mean, I know Derrick Henry's gone, but the Saints are beaten up pretty badly as well. Yeah, yeah. I'll give the Titans a, a field goal. The Saints goal are decimated that. also, right? I mean, those yeah, two teams exactly. that have terrible injuries. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's... Uh, yeah. I think the Titans win, but I think it's like a field goal or less. Uh <laughs> Buccaneers of the Washington football team. Uh, Tampa Bay's oh, favored by nine and a half. Yeah. And that's in Washington. Um, and I can't see why Tampa doesn't win by 10 points or more. Yeah, yeah I think so too. I think the Buccaneers cover. And, or Absolutely. They win outright and they also cover. Uh, <laughs> the 5-3 Buffalo Bills at the 2-6 and six in New York Jets. Buffalo uh, 12 points. Yeah, and uh, I think Buffalo's got a lot of things to prove. They, they Tickets as low as $39, folks. $39 if you're in the New York area to go see Buffalo. And the Battle of New York in the AFC is you can be seen for $39. It's the wow. second lowest priced game of the week. Sean, I'll let yeah. you guess on uh, what you think the lowest price of the game is. The lowest price uh, of the week is. Lowest priced? No. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be... 
the Washington football team. Nope, that's $72. Uh, Carolina at Arizona is the lowest price game of the week at $37, which is surprising. That is surprising. Arizona standard and uh, yeah. even more surprising, Atlanta at Dallas. At Dallas, $39 in the Dallas area. Wow. And jump on in for $39. I guess Jacksonville, Indianapolis is also $29. So. Well, that's the lowest. Yeah, those, <laughs> yeah, those snoozers. I missed it. I, I scanned over. I was so caught up in it. it was Atlanta. Atlanta and Dallas was so cheap. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Third, for 40 bucks, yeah. for 40 bucks, you can go in, in Dallas. You can go watch a football game. <laughs> Gary Jones is pulling his hair out and selling his Walmart stock. Um, you think yeah, your Bills so, cover? You think your Bills yeah, beat Bills, Bills by more than 12? Yeah. By more than 12? Spank. Yeah, they're going to spank New York. I think that, I think Buffalo wins. I don't think they go. This is a fun way to go about it. We got we can hedge a little yeah. bit here. Exactly. You know that uh, New York is once past two home games when it's at least a six point underdog outright. Yes, I I, I am I am aware of this, but uh, the magic magic comes you know to an end. Unfortunately, Peter Pan is not is playing for the Jets. So. Yeah, that other kid is though. He's pretty good. Uh, Falcons, Cowboys. Uh, Dallas is favored by nine and a half in this game. And I think Dallas is going to win. They're going to win by a touchdown because it's still, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, I think Dallas wins where they don't cover. I think that uh, Atlanta gets up to go see Dan Quinn. Yeah. Um, You know, we'll see if he can stop him. I don't know that Dallas' defense has it in them, especially they're missing a couple pass rushers again. Be tough. I think again, Cowboys win, but they don't cover. Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars at the Colts. Hey, this game feels terrible. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine that I'll watch more than two touchdown drives because I watch in red zone. Uh, Indianapolis is giving ten and a half points in this game. You know what? <coughs> you know what? I'm picking Jacksonville. I knew you would. I'm picking Jacksonville by would. three points. Three every team that every team that beats your team is your favorite team next week. <laughs> Kid Jacksonville. <laughs> I mean, they only scored nine points last week, right? So that's right. Hey, hey, it's four hundred twenty days since they won in America. I'll score a six to nine. That's as American as it gets. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm giving it to them. I'm giving it. Okay. Oh, Jacksonville, I'm, uh, taking the Colts both ways. You're, you're probably gonna win. <laughs> The uh, 0-8 Lions looking to get their first win against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, not going to uh, happen. Nine point, nine point spread. Not going to happen. I think Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh wins. In. Pittsburgh wins and yeah. covers, right? Pittsburgh yeah, it's not going to happen. Detroit's a mess. It's terrible, terrible, terrible time. Listen, they're playing. They're playing well and competitive. This isn't as terrible as their 0-16 season. It's not as terrible as Browns football when it's 0-16. They still haven't won a game. Like they've had some real heartbreaks, right? We've had some last-second kicks. Remember Baltimore like bounced that one off the crossbar and over the top yep. like the, the longest least, field goal listen, made. Yeah, at least at least Detroit has been entertaining this year. It's not a tear like <laughs> it's zero and eight and it sucks. Listen, but at least it's entertaining. Team, this is a team that would have a much different record if it had Matthew Stafford on it. Yeah, dude, they would be competitive. They would like be winning games. Yeah, yeah. So if they had yeah. anybody but Jared Goff, any other starting quarterback but Jared Goff, if they had Carson Wentz, they would have won. Think about that. <laughs> think about that oh, it's just terrible. 
Yeah. But Pittsburgh's winning that one, and they cover the spread. Yeah. Uh, Vikings and Chargers. Chargers getting uh, or given three, right? Man, I don't know. The Chargers have been like rocking yeah. it and then losing some games. It's like, yeah. they're up and, 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 and Kirk Cousins likes to show up here and there. Like, his team yeah. shows up. So, Dalvin Cook's got uh, some stuff hanging over his head. That's weird. Maybe he comes out and his ball's out, right? Who knows? Yeah. But I, I, I'll go with the Chargers because they're at home by three. Yeah. I'll go with them. I, I Yeah, I'll take you. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. Chargers and then cover. Panthers and Cardinals. I'm Arizona by Arizona with a ten and a half cushion. Yeah. And I don't care who's playing QB. I don't care. Well, Cam, New- Cam Newton's not going to be the quarterback this week. Uh, we'll, yeah. Let's say that. Christian McCaffrey, though, is healthy. He has a week of confidence that his hamstring's not going to tear out of his bone. It's going to stay out of his ass, but it's not correct, I guess. Um, ten and a half is a lot. I don't know. Does Cardinals have a lot? Cardinals have a lot of the starters back, or they're still missing the quarterback? Well, that's, I mean, that's to be determined. I mean, Kyler Murray's still not practicing, right? And there's some thought of they don't need to win this game because they have such a cushion in the NFC. Um, you know, they could afford to go one more. And Cole McCoy really played well last week against San Francisco. Team they should have game they should have won. And it's at home, right? So do you sit Kyler Murray and make sure he's healthy for the playoff run, or do you take oh, a yeah, risk for Absolutely. You sit him, absolutely. right? I think you do. Yeah. Um, but I don't I, think I don't think they cover the spread. I think that. I, yeah, I don't think they cover. I, they win. I don't think they cover. Yeah. I, that's all. That, that's where I'm at. I agree. Uh, my favorite game of the week right now: uh, Seahawks at Packers. Of course, Seattle hasn't won in Green Bay in two decades. Not a big mm-hmm. deal. Uh, Russell Wilson, for as much as I've maligned and talked about him, this is game back superhero when it comes to getting healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, game back, defense looked like they were on track, which is really what we've been saying this whole time, right? Is the defense this, wasn't that playing was a big well. Problem. The defense started playing problem. well, just like they did last year, right? And so yeah. they dug themselves a giant hole. They've got to start winning their emergency. I love Pete Carroll teams when their backs are against the wall. Because typically, uh, they do well. Minus one yeah. running play in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> running play in the past. Um, you know, and to be, we don't know who's starting for Green Bay. Like, there's there's a chance that it's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, there's also a chance that it's not, based on All right. what the If it's Aaron Rodgers, they're spanking the Seahawks team. Okay. If Three it's... and a half points. Three and a half points yeah. is what the odds are. Yeah, if it's uh, the other guy, Jordan, Jordan Love, love. Yeah. I see Jordan, you're gonna miss my love. Yeah, see what I did there? Yeah, I do. I love it because he's yeah. not accurate this passing, boys and girls. He's <laughs> not an accurate passer. <laughs> yeah, There's real I, problems. you know, yeah. yeah, Green Bay's three and zero against the spread this week at home or this year at home. Um, so I, I think Green Bay wins, uh, but I don't think they cover. So yeah. should be good. Yeah, I, you just can't. I, I, Russell Wilson doesn't get blown out. I just we know that. No. I mean, I, everyone gets blown out one like you know occasionally, but ninety-eight percent of the time, Russell Wilson's within a score in the fourth quarter. Uh, next game up, Eagles at Broncos. Man, this is feels like yeah. 
Man, going into the year, you would have thought, you know, <laughs> this is a win for Philly. But here we are. Uh, Denver's, you know, given two and a half points. They're the favorite. Hey, I'm going to give it to them, too. Um, I think I Denver said, wins and covers. I, I, remember when I is, said that Teddy Bridgewater was my guy? Yep, that's going to have did. the most impactful yep. season. Yep. And so oh, you far. Said the most impactful season. And you did well, say he was the guy. But you yeah, might have yeah. said that. I shouldn't just shoot you down. Sorry. Uh, I, Jalen Hurts having some growing pains in his second year or third year, whatever it is. Um, well, it's the second full year, I guess. Really, yeah. I mean, he was riding pine last year, so yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I just think uh, there's a lot more question marks in Philadelphia than there is answers. Still, still really hard to go win in Mile High, too. With a competitive Absolutely. Broncos team, it's very difficult to win in Mile High. So I think Denver wins. Uh, and covers. So I guess they win outright, right? It's not really cool. Sunday night game. And a game that is less fascinating now than it was earlier, but still never a dull moment. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders. Kansas City on the road at two and a half point. Really? I'm surprised about that. Well, well I mean, we, we touched, we touched, yes, but we touched on how terrible the train wreck the Raiders organization is right now, so it doesn't make you know, I think you know what's interesting is here we are. We're all sitting here waiting for Patrick Mahomes to get it together. And what if he doesn't this year? It's, you're running out of time. Uh, are you surprised? Sure. It's halfway, right? It's halfway. Yeah. Of they don't have a surprised. ton of. There's not a ton of injuries for them. I mean, they have a running no. back problem, but not really, right? It's that offensive. But that doesn't solve that, his off. That, that doesn't solve his thing, though, right? Like he has all the receivers. Everyone's healthy. I just think he's got a case of the yips right now. I mean, you know, he's uh, yeah, probably pounded, never felt... yeah, pounded the Super Bowl and never got over it. Yeah. And uh, I Super think Bowl it's, hangover, it's kids. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's a so, real thing. I think, uh, I mean, I think the Chiefs could beat the Raiders, and I think it's by a field goal, but uh, the Raiders, they're not going to make this easy. Yeah. It's a divisional I, match. Yeah. So I'm picking the Raiders. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. I like that. Monday night game, Rams at Niners, uh, L.A. Four-point favorite going into San Francisco or wherever they are now. Yeah. All day, right? They just come out. I mean, they're not going to have OBJ, but I don't think it matters. No. No. Uh, Yeah. I'm sorry, San Fran. Your season is done. Uh, San Francisco's. Secondary is banged up, and they're not going to have an answer for Matthew Stafford and his receiving core, uh, especially Cooper Cup. So I remember somebody telling me that the NFC West was going to be like the most competitive, the most competitive division. Going to have three, three wild cards, like three playoff teams. Okay, and right, um, right now gonna, it just looks like a two. I'm just going to tell you right now. Listen, listen to me right now, as it stands mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. this is week ten of the NFL season, yeah. going into week ten. Right. If the playoffs were to end today, Seattle would only finish half a game behind the Atlanta Falcons for the last playoff wild card spot. That is insane. Okay, because there's parity in the league, right? And the two teams that are 100 percent in are the Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me again how crazy it is to you that there would be three NFC West teams. We're halfway through the season. And three NFC West teams are still in the playoff contention. That just that just tells me how terrible the NFC uh, NFC is. Sure, season. sure. 
The NFC oh. is a joke. The AFC is a joke, too. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> saying, that's what earlier when I was saying that there's all this parity in the league, like, there's no elite teams. Who's there the really front runner? Mm-hmm. Who is? Your Buffalo Bill, yeah. like AFC West, AFC East, right? Five and three, five and four, three and seven, two and six. Isn't that, isn't that weird? Like it's AFC North, six and three, five it. and three, five and like AFC North is the most competitive division in football, probably six and three, five and three, five and four, five and four, right? Yeah. Tennessee, seven and two, and then their division sucks. AFC West, five and three, five and three. All, all the AFC West teams have five wins, right? You know what? You really need to Geno Smith to win you a game. Yeah. So you really that's what you want your backup to do. You want your backup to win one of three. One. One. Exactly. That's all you want your backup to do is to hold the ship. Yeah. Right? And it just never that's happened. What Gino did. NFC South, right? Six who, wins, who five win? wins, four who wins. Did he, four. Who did he beat? Who did Seattle beat? The team they should have. Who? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, okay. <laughs> you really you want to go here and talk about quality <laughs> opponents? <laughs> Is really where you want to live right now? No, no. <laughs> I'm going to drop it right now. <laughs> okay. I was giving you an out. You can take it if you want. Uh, so, let's talk about Seattle's one and three at home, right? They haven't lost three games at home in the last three years. I know. Isn't that so, crazy? No. They have, I'll, look, I'll like, like Seattle, Seattle has never had a losing season at home. I don't know how long. How long? It's 1992. crazy. 1992. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. So they can turn it around, know. though, right? They can still get away from it. We got five more chances. Well, you do, but so, uh, I don't know. Maybe here we maybe. go. They have Seattle has one of the softest schedules on the way out. Yeah. Well, you know. But again, I'm not. I'm talking about football in general. Like, there's not Green Bay seven and two. Dallas is six and two. I mean, Dallas doesn't scare me. Green Bay is good. Tampa six well, and two. They're yeah. probably good. Yeah. Arizona's eight and one, but it doesn't feel like it. it. Feels like the Rams are better than the. I mean, you look at the Rams and the Cardinals head to head, right? You, don't you, you have two games against the Cardinals? You have two games against the Cardinals there too. You haven't played them yeah. yet. Correct. So how do you say you're the softest uh, going? Because the rest there? of the rest of them, them are terrible. Like they still have hard games left. It's not cakewalks, but I'm saying like overall, it's like the rest of the way. Out. I'm just saying. So I'll pull the schedule up. You answer this question. Do you think if, if the Rams and Cardinals? Are right now, right? Who's favored? Rams or Cardinals? Who's the better team? Man, I, I'm gonna say for me, it's gonna be the Rams just yes. because of talent yeah. on there. Yeah. Okay. Here's the remaining Seattle football season, right? On the road against the Packers, difficult game. At home against the Cardinals, difficult game. Yeah. Right. That's two. That's two. At the Washington football team. Okay. At home versus the 49ers. At yeah. the Houston Texans, at the Rams, the 49ers. I mean, you're 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 just glazing over the 49ers. That's a divisional rival. They're not sure. just going to show up and sure. give you it's the game. Diff- it's not a difficult game. It's a competitive game. I'm talking about difficult games. The Rams at the Rams, three, right? Versus the Bears at home, the Lions at home, and then at the Cardinals. That's four out of the next nine games. Right? Okay. You got a chance to at least. Be 500 or maybe above. Yeah. Yeah. They got a shot, right? They could finish 9 and 8, and 9 8 probably gets them the last wild card spot given the parry in the rest of the league. That's what I'm saying. That's true. I, I've never seen a season like this where yeah. it's just so sluggish. It's, silly. it's, it's like, silly. Yeah. It's silly. You cannot pick. You cannot go in there and pick. Oh, yeah. This is going to happen. It, it is such a, it is such a, a dog. It's a dog fight this season, but I love it. Fantastic to watch, right? 
yeah. fantastic watch. It's a dog fight, and, and you gotta love it. You gotta love it when you see upsets like Dolphins over the Ravens. And yeah, it's great for football. Upsets like Jacksonville for... against Bills. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, John, I was like, I just didn't want to say anything out loud while it was going. I was like, oh my god, like, it was so crap. ugly. It's so ugly, and the Josh Allen picking off Josh Allen is like nice. Sack fumbles. Oh, that's such a great time. Uh, so let's talk about your Buffalo Bills schedule. The way out while we're talking about easy schedules at the Jets, Colts at home, win win at the Saints, win Patriots at home. Mm. Who knows? At the Buccaneers, probably a loss. Panthers at home, that's probably a win. At the Patriots, meh. I mean, you guys are way easy on the way out. Then you oh, yeah. finish with the Falcons at home and the Jets. So you've got. Two Patriots games that maybe are rough, and you've got a Buccaneers game that's probably rough, right? It's on the road in Tampa. The rest of the games are all winnable. Yeah. Hey. So we all know that Buffalo's making the postseason, unless they keep doing what they're doing, like against Jacksonville. So maybe I shouldn't say anything. I have no idea. Put your stink on them, Sean. Just put the stink on them. Quiet, you. Quiet. That's what you do. That's what you. All right, you got it. You got a one-on-one question for me, so we can get out of here, or what? No, I thought you had a, another are you Canadian or not question for me. I didn't prepare anything. Oh, oh, I thought we were nice doing that Canadian. until you were done with the Canadian questions. All right. You know, based on like our pre-show conversation where you're writing down questions to give me. So I was like, oh, he doesn't need to give me a shot. Uh, well, but we, could play a one-on, we could play a one-on-one. I have, Actually, I do uh, have one you do? for you. It's baseball right. related. Give it to me. Do you think that uh, Marcus Simeon, who is your Toronto Blue Jays second baseman, right? Is he in a Toronto Blue Jays uniform next year? He's a, currently a free agent. Yeah, currently a free agent. He had his best season in Toronto. He won a gold glove with us. Uh, you understand how there's a couple of plays. And it's just like, ugh. Well, it's only a couple. Yeah. There's 162 games in a season. Yeah. But, uh, man, that's a good question. I'll, let me rephrase it. Do you think he's more likely to be a Seattle Mariner or a Toronto Bullet, Toronto Blue Jay? More year? likely to be a Toronto Blue Jay next year. Um, False. Anyway, <laughs> back to you. <laughs> All right, we're both speaking on bias there, so I'm glad that that was... Well, Jared, Jerry DePoto seems to have uh, zeroed in on shoring up that middle and uh, it appears that Marcus Simeon is his top flight. I think he's everybody's top flight. Why wouldn't he be? He had a great season. And we have to try to keep him. We have to try to keep Robbie Ray and Steven Matz. It's a very tall order. It's a double-double, as someone said. That's exactly it. Completely a double-double. All right. So, what was... This is my one-on-one question for you. What was the other coffee brand that opened at the same time as Tim Hortons? It was also another hockey player. But it just never quite took off. What was the coffee called? Hold on, Tim Horton was a wait. Tim Horton was a hockey player. Yes, he was. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's new information. Um, and it's funny crazy. because because they made they made fun of the parody. They made fun of the parody yeah. on Wayne's World as well. Is it like hockey beans or something? No, 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 no. It has to come from that generation. That's was, where it's Gre- was Gretzky Beans, would that be better than Tim Hortons? If, it, if Gretzky had started a company? Uh, Wayne's, company? Wayne's on whiskey and wine now. He's 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 doing other things. saying if he would have started coffee, like would he have like Trump told Timmy Horton? He probably would have tried to do a Starbucks thing. 
right. Who is it? Sean? That would be clear the shack. Uh, clear the track for Eddie Shack. Eddie Shack's coffee. That's right. Oh man, that's <laughs> that's terrible. I don't even know who that is. This sounds Eddie funny. Shack. Anyways, Listen, does anything good happen in a shack? Real quick. Oh, well, that's his name, Eddie Shack. I know, but does anything good happen <laughs> in the shack? Yeah, I understand that's his name. Ice, ice fishing. fishing. Yeah, that's the best thing that happens in a shack. That's one of the is best things. Gonna sit on a frozen pad of ice, freezing, waiting for a fish below the oh, deck yeah. to bite on a thing. That's the best thing. <laughs> probably the safest. It's probably the safest thing that happens in a shack. <laughs> the shape the the thing that happens in the shack is to stand on ice over a giant hole that if you fall in it, you would die. That's the safest <laughs> thing that happens in the shack. Man, Eddie Shack, Eddie Shack is so funny. I remember seeing the first ones go up and uh it just never really took off. And it's kind of sad because I always liked Eddie Shack as a player. Uh, if he had to put nicotine uh, in his coffee, he would have been. You think so? <laughs> you think so? Unregulated. <laughs> So, do you remember Wayne's World? What was the uh, what was the coffee place there? I just remember licorice from Wayne's World at this point. Wayne's World. Do you don't remember? They were making Excellent. a parody. It was like the funniest. It was the funniest thing because I I laughed so hard when I saw it because I was there going, Americans are never going to get this. But it was Stan Makita's. Well, Stan well, Makita's, right? So Stan uh, Makita was a legendary Chicago Blackhawk. Uh, so Stan, Stan Makita's because you know. Tim Hortons, he was a legendary uh, Toronto Maple Leaf. Mike Myers just took the Canadian funny and made it American. Completely, yeah. yeah. Is Mike That's Myers the greatest true. comedian to come out of Canada? No, we all Actor? know. Actor? That. not true. Who uh, is? No. Oh, come on. Jeez. Who's the greatest comedic actor to come out of Canada? If it's not Mike Myers. I don't know, there's so many. There's Rick Moranis. Not Mike Myers. Rick Moranis. Don't forget too that we have what's his face that keeps making those movies like uh, Forty Year Old Version and uh, Steve Carell's Canadian. Not 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 Steve Carell. Uh, Made Knocked Up. Made uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Seth Rogen is a better comedic actor than Mike Myers? Uh, I think Mike Myers is a great comedic actor for what he did. And I think Seth Rogen is great for what he did. I think Jim Carrey is great for what he did. I oh, think right. that Jim Carrey's Canadian. I stand down. Never mind. Yeah. Mike Myers. <laughs> <is the greatest. laughs> Rick Moranis was great for what he did. Uh, you know, like, I mean, the thing is, is that we've invaded your country. I'm not saying very that I'm quietly, not great. I'm just saying who's quietly, the greatest. Who's the very greatest? quietly, we've come into your country and we've made money and we continue to do so. And it's it's awesome. And we did it all legally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen would disagree. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Thanks again to our sponsors, Flyers Brewery, Bodega Brawl, and Smooth My Balls. We appreciate you guys. Folks, go check them out. Hit us up if you have any questions. Uh, if we've made any errors, which I'm sure we did, let us know. Hit us up in the comments. I'd like to hear mine. We all know what Sean's are. They're pretty glaring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's true, Until though, next man. next time, kids. <laughs> be good or be good at it. Right, though. You've listened to the podcast. 
but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week, and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos, or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.